heavens of heavens is your throne. The earth is your footstool. Everything you do is perfect. Everything you do is true. Lord, it's of your mercies that were not consumed. Your compassion faileth not. Daily you load us with blessings. You satisfy our mouths with good things. You crown our lives with your goodness. You order our footsteps in the paths of righteousness. In your mercy, you have preserved us from last week to see this week. You have given us, you have given us victories over the battles and situations of life. By mighty hand, you have brought us through. Our Father, receive our worship and praise. Receive our thanksgiving in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for our homes. Thank you for our families, our husbands, our wives, our parents, and our children. Thank you for each and every one of them. Thank you, Lord, for the finished work of the cross. Thank you, Lord, for your precious blood, speaking better things on our behalf before your throne of grace. Father, receive our thanks and praise in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, for the Living Spring family. May we continue to flourish in your presence. Flourish in your word. Flourish, O oh Lord, in our walk with you in the mighty name of Jesus. This morning we come to you. Father, fill us to overflowing. Precious Holy Spirit, minister Christ Jesus in every one of our lives. Meet us at the point of our needs. Perfect that which concerns us. And Father, O oh Lord, let your strength be our strength. Take preeminence in our midst. Rule and overrule, and let your name be glorified. Thank you, precious Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen and amen. Praise the Lord. God bless you. Please be seated. I welcome every one of us to this beautiful service. I welcome us all to the presence of God. I welcome us all to his blessings, to his favor, to his mercy. And that will be the portion of all of us in this living spring in the mighty name of Jesus. The hand of the almighty God will be good upon you. His mercies will be round about you. His loving kindness will avail in your behalf. The strength of the almighty God will continually be your portion in the mighty name of Jesus. He that neither sleeps nor slumbers will watch over you. He will watch over you for good. He will watch over you for provision. He will watch over you for protection in the mighty name of Jesus. The precious blood shed on our behalf will continually speak before the throne of God. We'll continually speak in your behalf before the throne of God. We we'll speak grace. We we'll speak abundance. We we'll speak mercy. We we'll speak the loving kindness of, all the, of the almighty God in the mighty name of Jesus. With your eyes, will you see the goodness of God? With your, with your mouth, will you speak of his mercies? Indeed, of his loving kindness, will it overflow in your lives in the mighty name of Jesus? So shall it be in Jesus' mighty name. Praise the Lord. Today, uh, somewhat continuing in the series this time, we'll be talking about some of the names and titles of the Holy Spirit. If you recall, three weeks ago, we talked about covered, the covenant names of God, we, covenant names of Almighty God the Father. Last week, we looked at the I Ams, the covenant revelations of the person of God the Son, Christ Jesus. 
And today we want to look at some of the names and titles of the Holy Spirit. Um, we saw the revelation in each of the names, in each of when God the Father, God the Son, and today in God the Holy Spirit, we see the projection of his character. We see the projection of his holiness. We see the projection of his might and power in our behalf. In the covenant names of Almighty God, we see his strength. We see his holiness. We see his righteousness imparted to us in specific situations to bring us, to bring about the character, the nature of Almighty God when we looked at the names of God the Father. In the, in when we looked at the names of God the Son, particularly in the I Ams of the book of John, we saw the, uh, we saw the expansion of his redemption, the, redemption the, the work of redemption, the work of redemption, the, the wholeness, the completeness of the work of redemption in every one of our lives. So as we, as we look at it, we see the Father who is in authority, we see God the Son, who is the God the Son who is completing the work of who has completed the work of redemption and is manifesting the work of redemption in our hearts and lives. And today we are looking at the Holy Spirit, His operation from His name, from some of the titles that we'll be looking at. We'll be looking at the Holy Spirit bringing about the promises of redemption, the promises of the nature and character of the God the Father in every one of our lives as Christians. Now, without a doubt, without a doubt, when we are born again, when we are born again, when we've committed our lives to Christ Jesus, we have the first visitation of the person of the Holy Spirit. We have the visitation of the person of the Holy Spirit. How can we... Continually is the question, how can men mortal men? How can men who have how men and women who have a sinful nature, how can they live in the presence of a holy God? How can they possess the promises of God the Son in his redemption? How can they bring this to pass? That's how in God's provision, God the Holy Spirit in the life of a child of God, in the life of a child of God, brings about the nature and character of the person of God the Father and the person of God the Son. And as we look at the names of the Holy Spirit, we see him in operation quietly. We see him in operation in the life of a child of God, in the life of a child of God, not drawing attention to himself, God the Holy Spirit, but pointing us in the direction of Christ Jesus, pointing us in the direction of God the Father. Therefore, the very essence, the very essence of the life of a child of God is his fellowship, is his communion on a continual basis, a daily basis with the person of God, the Holy Spirit. We want to look at some of the names, some of the titles of God, the Holy Spirit to, to know practical, practical examples of his operation in every one of our lives as a child of God. We will see examples both from the Old Testament and as well as the New Testament. The first one that I want us to look at is God, is, uh, God the Holy Spirit is called the Spirit of Wisdom. Let's open our Bibles to Exodus chapter 28 and verse 3. Exodus chapter 28 and verse 3. The context of this is that the temple, 
God had given Moses, the context of this scripture, God had given Moses an example. He had seen the temple of the, the, the temple in heaven where heavenly worship goes on. And God had told Moses, go and go and go and um, go and repeat what you have seen. Go and repeat what you have seen to the children of Israel. Now, to recreate what he had seen in the heavenlies, he would need, of course, the services of man. And part of it was the actual building, the actual building of the temple, the actual building of the place of worship. In fact, Exodus chapter 25 right through to Exodus chapter 31 is about building the temple of worship, building the temple of worship to Almighty God. And he had told Bezalel, he had told Bezalel the place of worship, uh, Bezalel had a trade. He had been doing well in that trade. He had been doing excellently in that trade. And he had told, uh, he had told, Bezalel, he had told Moses, seek out Bezalel. Now let's see what, 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 what was the purpose of seeking out Bezalel. Exodus chapter 28. Let me start from verse 2. And you shall make holy garments for Aaron your brother, for glory and for beauty. So you shall speak to all who are gifted artisans, whom I have filled with the spirit of wisdom, that they may make Aaron's garments to consecrate him, that he may minister to me as a priest. And these are the garments which they shall make, a breastplate, an ephod, a robe, a skillfully woven tunic, a turban, a sash. So they shall make holy garments for Aaron, your, your brother, and his sons, that he may minister to me as priests. In this particular place, they were making the garments for Aaron, Aaron the priest. And he says, seek out artisans, uh, skillful artisans. So they had a skill. They had a skill prior to that. They were the best of the best. They were good at what they did. They were good at the works of their hands. They were not just idle people. They were not just people that a gift came and just hit them in their laziness. No. They had a skill. They had a talent. They had a work. They had perfected the work of their hands. They had perfected the work of their hands. But when it comes to divine things, when it comes to divine things, there is, there, there is, an, there is a needed extra. There is something that will transform ordinary skillfulness. There is, some, there is a person that will transform ordinary excellence to the divine, to the level of divine, to the level where it pleases God, where it pleases, where it honors God. I would, like to, I would like to speak to someone today. You are at your excellence. You are at your peak. Receive afresh the touch of God to move you from greater to greatest to pleasing before the almighty God, the touch of the Holy Spirit. It says, he called him the spirit of wisdom. What is that wisdom that will transform your present level to the place that you honor, where your works will honor God, where your works will please God. It is the touch of the person of God, the Holy Spirit, the spirit of wisdom. 
the spirit of wisdom and understanding. Yes, you are good at what you do. Men give you, men and women give you honor for what you do. But there is a level, there is a level which you and I must hunger for, that level which not just pleases men, but which pleases God, which honors God, which has respect before the presence of Almighty God. And that's where the touch of the Holy Spirit comes in. It says, seek out, seek out artisans. It says, so you shall speak, so you shall speak to all who are gifted artisans. Why? Whom I have filled with the spirit of wisdom. The Holy Spirit is the spirit of wisdom to know what you ought to do. To know how you ought to move. To know how to make that difference. Receive afresh the touch of the spirit of wisdom for everything you do, for every situation and circumstance in the mighty name of Jesus. He said he had filled them already. They not only walked in the temple, they walked, at their, they walked in, their, in their individual businesses, in their individual level, in their individual endeavors. But what made the difference? The blessing of the spirit of wisdom. As you go to your place of business, the spirit of wisdom will accompany you. As you go to your place of work, the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of God will, will accompany you. You will make a difference. Your works will honor God. It will bring peace and joy to men, but it will honor God. So shall it be in Jesus' name. This spirit of wisdom is also spoken about, is also spoken in Deuteronomy chapter 34 and verse 9. Deuteronomy 34 and verse 9. Joshua was about, Joshua was, Joshua again, who had been with Moses. Who had been with Moses throughout their journey from the, throughout their journey from Egypt to the promised land. They are now at the edge they are, they, are, they are now at the edge of the promised land. And Moses is, about to trans, Moses is about to transfer responsibility to Joshua. Joshua had learned at the feet of Moses. He had seen Moses doing the responsibility and he had acquired, he had acquired the knowledge, the skill that Moses had. But what was to make the difference, what was to make the difference in Joshua as a leader, that hunger, that emptiness was the person of the Holy Spirit. Today, you will move, I say again, to the next level where your leadership responsibilities will honor God, will please God by the person of the Holy Spirit. Let's look at the, let's look at the scripture, Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy chapter 34 and verse 9. Now Joshua, the son of Nun, was full of the spirit of wisdom, for Moses had laid his hands on him, so the children of Israel heeded him and did as the Lord had commanded Moses. The spirit of wisdom, the spirit of wisdom honored the leadership skill that was in the life of Joshua so that he had respect, so that he had honor, so that the people, the people would have respect unto his leadership abilities. What's to make the, what's to make the difference in leading men and women of God, leading men and women in the presence of God is the person of the Holy Spirit. 
the Lord will baptize you and me with the spirit of wisdom that we will lead men and women in the presence and in the place of the presence of the Almighty God that we honor God. That we honor God. What makes the difference? God, the Holy Spirit, the spirit of wisdom. It's no wonder. It's no wonder, Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 17, it's no wonder when Paul is praying for the Ephesian church, one of the key prayer points, one of the key prayer points that he prays for the, for the Ephesian church, Ephesians chapter 1 verse 17, and that's my prayer for all of us, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom, and revelation in the knowledge of him that the lord will give to you will give to me what the spirit of wisdom and revelation yes people people may have the wisdom of the world people may write philosophical books people of skill people of talent wisdom and revelation it's only by spirit. It's only by spiritual means can we understand the divine. It's only when the Lord gives the same scriptures that other people will read, and it will not make any meaning to them. The Holy Spirit will give us insight, and we will understand the mind of God. We will understand the heart of Almighty God. I pray for you today. I pray for all of us as a church today that the Lord will baptize us with the spirit of wisdom the spirit of revelation. We will, know which, we will know what decisions to take. We will know which places to go. We will know which places to refrain from. We will know which places indeed to invest in. We will know which places to refrain from investing. We will not become prey for the enemy as God the Holy Spirit makes his fellowship with each and every one of us as we walk in wisdom and revelation in the mighty name of Jesus. You will, not be, you will not be empty of the presence of God. You will not be empty of the spirit of wisdom, of the spirit of revelation, of the spirit of understanding in the mighty name of Jesus. This is just one of the titles of the Holy Spirit. The Lord will help us as we go forward. The spirit, the, 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 another dimension of the person of the Holy Spirit, the comforter, the helper, John chapter 14 and verse 16. John chapter 14, verse 16. I read verse 16, verse 26. John chapter 14, verse 16 and verse 26. In 14, verse 26, he said, And I will pray the Father. He will give you another helper that he, will, that he may abide with you forever. John 14, 26. But the helper, the Holy Spirit... Whom the Father will send in my name, He will teach you all things, and bring to and bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. If can if I can also add John chapter fifteen verse twenty six. But when the Helper comes, whom I shall send to you from the Father, He is the Spirit, the Spirit of Truth, who proceeds from the Father. He will testify of me. He will testify of me. Christ Jesus, this scripture, Christ Jesus was, Christ Jesus had, this was kind of like a farewell message to his disciples. He had gathered them. They had seen the miracles. They had listened to his teaching. 
they had observed his life. Now, how was, how was this ministry, how was this lifestyle going to continue in eternity? They had not fully understood the crucifixion. He had told them about the crucifixion ahead, but they had not. He had, he had given them parables about heaven. He had, he had expanded and opened to them the heavenly promises ahead. But daily living, daily living, how were they going to live Christ-like lives? How were they going to live lives of overcomers? He says, I will pray the Father who will, who will send the Holy Spirit in my name. He is the spirit of truth. So vital, essential, vital, and he's called the comforter, he's called the helper. Vital is the Holy Spirit in our lives. Are we to live victorious Christian lives? Are we to live lives that please God? Are we to live lives that honor God? It's the presence of the Holy Spirit. In, excuse me. It's the presence of the Holy Spirit in your life and the presence of the Holy Spirit in my life. It's a promise. It's a promise of the Master. The Holy Spirit is to continue the ministry of Christ Jesus as that short span of time when he won the word, became flesh, and walked the face of the earth. So the Holy Spirit is Jesus, is Jesus in action today in your life, in my life, bringing about the manifestation of the person of Christ Jesus. So the Holy Spirit in your life, the Holy Spirit in my life, is constantly reminding us of the scriptures, constantly reminding us of the person, of the nature, of the character of God the Father, of God the Son, constantly reminding us for every situation, every circumstance, what the Master would have done in such situations, in such circumstances. You will not fall. You will not miss it. You will not go astray in the mighty name of Jesus. So the ministry of the Comforter, the ministry of the helper, the ministry of the strengthener is to make you and me victorious Christians, victorious people of God. I say once again, you will not fall in this Christian race. You will not come to naught. Every day shall be a new revelation. Every day shall be a new opening of the power and the might of the almighty God in your situation and in your circumstance in the mighty name of Jesus. It doesn't matter how dark the nights may be. It doesn't matter how much they may have gathered. Receive the strength of God. Receive the comfort of God. Receive the help of God to move forward victoriously, to move forward in, to move forward in the might and in the power of the almighty God in the mighty name of Jesus. You are made for signs and wonders. You and your children are for distinction. You and children are to, you are, all of us as a family, we are going to walk in boldness. We will not walk astray. We will not walk contrary to the promises, to the, to, 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 the, to, to the plans of the almighty God. We will walk with wisdom. We will talk when we are supposed to talk. We will refrain from talking when we are supposed to refrain. We will, we will do, we will act when we are supposed to act. And we will refrain when we are supposed to refrain. The comforter, the helper will make you 
all that pertain to you victorious in this Christian race in the mighty name of Jesus. One or two more, one or two more. We're really out of time already. He is the spirit of truth. While there's so much deception, John chapter 14 and verse 17, while there's so much deception, so much lies, so much, so much uh, misunderstanding, there are those who, are, who set out to make us fall, but the comforter, the helper. In John chapter 14 and verse 17, he called, he, the, God, the Holy Spirit is called the spirit of truth. The spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. The spirit of truth, he dwells with you at salvation to convict us of righteousness, to convict us of the truth of the gospel, to convict us of the loving kindness of God in his mercy and in his plans. He's with us. And as we live Christian victorious lives, he is in us. So God has given us the spirit of truth to be with us in our first encounter with Christ Jesus. The message that is coming forward, that is the truth. That is the truth. It's not everyone that will accept the spirit of truth. Not everyone that the message of salvation was preached to and accepted Christ Jesus as Lord and Savior. But the beauty of the person of God, the Holy Spirit, he gives witness. He gives witness. That word is truth. That word is life. That word is from God. And when we embrace that truth, when we embrace the word, it comes in and dwells with us when we make a decision of Christ so that we can live victorious Christian lives, so that we can live as overcomers. God's plan for you and me is a complete plan. It's a perfect plan. He's there to bring us to the saving knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. He's there on our daily journey, on our daily walk, daily walk, to live lives that continually, our, our singular purpose as children of God is to please God is to please God. He created us for that purpose, to give him pleasure, to delight in you, to delight in me. We will fulfill purpose. We will not, our lives will make meaning. Our lives will bring honor to God in the mighty name of Jesus. And he, we don't, he, he's not, he, we can never accomplish that in our own strength, in our own ability. There's nothing inside of us that can make us please God, that can make us honor God. It's the free gift of God. The free gift of God. The spirit of truth. Your life will be a living testimony. Your life will be a living pleasure to Almighty God. Men and women will observe you, will see you, and will give honor to God. That's what the Holy Spirit, that's what the Spirit of truth does in every one of our lives. To make us a living testimony, to embrace truth, to walk in truth, to honor truth. Amen?
one more, one or two more. He is the spirit of holiness. He is the spirit of holiness. Romans chapter 1 and verse 4. Romans chapter 1 and verse 4. Let me start from verse 1. Paul, a bond servant of Jesus Christ, called to be an apostle, separated to the gospel of God, which is promised before through his prophets in the Holy Scriptures, concerning his son Jesus Christ, our Lord, who was born of the seed of David according to the flesh and declared to be the son of God with power according to the spirit of holiness by the resurrection from the dead. Holiness is not about efforts. Holiness is not about um, trying and trying and failing, trying and failing. Holiness is about surrender. Holiness is about surrender to the person of the Holy God, the Holy Spirit. Holiness is about complete surrender, complete, complete obedience, allowing the life of Christ, allowing the person of Holy Spirit, the person of the Holy Spirit to manifest God's holiness through our lives. If we try in our effort, we will fail. We saw that in the children of Israel. Who else could experience the mountain shaking? Who else heard the sound of God vibrating throughout? Who else saw things just, mount, just quaking on the earth? That is enough to cause fear. But what happened immediately after that? They made a golden calf. After the, after the mountain shaking, if, if that is not to cause men to fear God, if that is not enough to cause any man to fear God, when they heard the sound of God, then they heard the sound of the voice of God, they said it was like thunder. Ah, this is too much for us. If that is enough, if, if, if that is not enough to make men and women fear God throughout the ages, if the, the, the judgments of God against the Egyptians, they saw the Egyptians dying like flies. Isn't that enough to make a man fear God? To make an individual walk in holiness? But what did they do? They made a golden car. They made a golden car. And they received the judgment. All that generation died in the wilderness. They will not displease God and receive the judgment of God in the mighty name of Jesus. How can we walk and please God? Is the spirit of holiness. Is the spirit of submission to the person of God, the Holy Spirit. Is being led by the person of God, the Holy Spirit. How does that fellowship come? It comes in the place of prayer. It comes in the place of worship. It comes in the diligent study diligent meditation of the word of God. The spirit of holiness, the Lord will baptize us with that spirit afresh. We will walk pleasing God. We will walk honoring God. Naturally loving God. Because we naturally love God, we will hate sin. Because we naturally love God, we will walk differently from anything that is displeasing to almighty God. 
So the ministry of the Holy Spirit in our lives is to bring us into wholeness, is to bring us into completeness of the purpose of the Almighty God. The last one, and then there are so many more, but let me just take one more scripture, and then we pray. Romans chapter 8 and verse 15. In fact, the book, the whole chapter of Romans chapter 8 is so wonderful about the ministry of the Holy Spirit. He helps us in our infirmities, in our weakness. When we don't know how to pray as we should, he makes intercession with groanings. He knows the mind of God. And he tells us our prayers. He tells us our intercession according to the will of God. So whether it is about praying, whether it's about living, whether it's about worshiping, it's about the person of the Holy Spirit. And Romans chapter 8 verse 15 tells us he's the one that makes us understand that we are sons. We are adopted sons. We are adopted daughters. A, 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 a stranger, a stranger cannot claim the benefits of sonship. A stranger cannot claim the benefits of family. The Holy Spirit who helps us to pray, who helps us to intercede, constantly is reminding us, you are not talking to a strange God. You are talking to your father. You are not talking to someone who is a taskmaster. You are talking to your father. You are not talking to, you are not in fellowship with someone who doesn't know your situation, who doesn't feel your circumstance, who doesn't understand your situation. You are talking to someone who is caring, who is loving, who is compassionate. And that's why I know, going forward, the Holy Spirit will give us a newness of relationship, a newness of relationship with God the Father, with God the Son, with God the Holy Spirit. You are for signs. You are for wonders. You are to walk in the peace and the abundance of the Almighty God. We are to enjoy God's favors and mercies. And that comes from a, an understanding of our constant fellowship, the constant helper, God the Holy Spirit in every one of our lives. There are many more titles and names, but we are, we are, we are pressed for time. Many more titles and names. The ministry of the Holy Spirit is here and now. The ministry of the Holy Spirit is here and now to make us the people that God intends for us to be. Let's bow down our heads and speak to you. And let's speak to God the Father through God the Son with the help of God the Holy Spirit. Let's talk to God the Father through God the Son, Christ Jesus. And let's ask and receive the help of God the Holy Spirit to be the people, to be the to be the exact, exact intention of God the Father in our lives. Let's ask for the help of the Holy Spirit afresh. Let's ask for the touch of God, the sweet breath of the Holy Spirit. He says that we should pray with the Father that he will baptize us with the spirit of wisdom and revelation, the spirit of knowledge and understanding. Let's ask the great intercessor, Clothe us with the garment of prayer, the garment of intercession. Father, baptize us with the spirit of wisdom and knowledge that we might walk pleasing in your sight. Father, clothe us with the garment of the garment of give us a deep understanding, the spirit of adoption. Help us to walk in the wholeness and the completeness of God the Holy Spirit, of the spirit of holiness. Father, touch our lives anew. Perfect that which concerns us, every area of our lives. 
precious Holy Spirit, like never before, bring me into a new fellowship, a new understanding, a new wholeness of God's mercies. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Can I ask you to please stand? The power of the Most High will overshadow you. The glory of the Lord will be your covering. The mercy of God will preserve you. You will know the depths and the fellowship of God the Holy Spirit afresh and anew in your lives in the mighty name of Jesus. You will not know lack. You will not know shame. You will not know disgrace. The hand of the Almighty God will preserve you. The Holy Spirit, your constant companion, will guide you and me in this journey of life. So shall it be. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen and amen. Praise the Lord.